0: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at
1: ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say.
2: It's a new year, a new me, a new you, but same old you, same fucking old you, but new year, baby. So new you, for she's a jolly good fellow, for she's a jolly good fellow, for she's a horny, dirty bitch that nobody can deny. For anyone that's new here, sometimes, occasionally, I break out into song. I know it is totally atrocious and not very fun to listen to, but uh, it's just part of who I am. I'm Jordan. I'm the host of The Horny Housewife, where we discuss all things sex and marriage. And by all, I mean fucking all, okay? All of it. Shit I don't do, shit I do, shit I wish I did, shit I'll never do. Once a month, I read audio erotica, so you're going to have to wait a little bit if you want to go back in the archive. There's plenty of audio erotica to get you all moist, warm, hard, what the fuck ever. So how was everyone's holidays? Because, you know, when I did last week's episode, I was in the sunshine around my family, all the things, so... I was in the happy I was in the happy spot okay but the traveling what it took to get there and what it took to get home was atrocious and difficult and I have a personal vendetta against Delta Airlines and I hate them and I hate everyone that works for them. Just kidding. Not everyone. There's some beautiful people I'm sure that work there that have hearts of gold, but for now they owe me a lot of money and they broke my old microphone and they um, you know, can kiss my butthole. I did get a new microphone waiting on the stand you know it's kind of it's always exciting to get new stuff especially when you pay more money for new stuff but then getting it worked out in the kinks and learning how to use it is another but she'll do what she needs to do. And I won't lie. Let me just take a little moment. 2021, a lot of people were like, fuck 2021, you know, ready for this year. And I remember when it was, you know, 2020, which, you know, made me like have a little, I cocked my neck and one of my eyes rolled back. I think we're all traumatized from 2020. But some people were like, 2021, this is going to be good. This one, we're coming out. It's like, no, you know what? I knew. I knew that this was just the lingering, smelly bathroom after a disgusting person took a disgusting shit. Okay. So, hate to say it, but I knew it was going to be shitty and stinky and just pandemic overflow of the year before. I really do feel some good feels about 2022. I do the, you know, repetitive twos, like I said, which means it's year six. Don't get me into the numbers, but it's going to be good. Ride the high vibe with me. Okay. And I am grateful for 2021 because the horny housewife came to fruition and every month was bigger and better than the last month. The community grew. My TikTok grew exponentially. My Instagram grew grew and the community there, that was like our hub, our spot. And I'm talking about it in the past tense, because if you aren't caught up, my Instagram was disabled blah, 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 for violating nothing, fucking nothing, trying to appeal. I get it. You can't say certain words, but I'm not an OnlyFans girl telling people to click the link and pay to see the inside of my anus. I, I'm not. Okay. I am educating where with a little splash of comedy and some cynicism and I, I just real realism, being realistic, authentic. Okay, Instagram broke my heart. So I'm starting over, from scratch, just waiting for, you know, every day I get messages like, I found you. Thank God. What happened to the Instagram? I saw a new episode come out. You're still there. I'm still here. I'm alive. I'm trudging on. I'm showing up. I feel kind of bad for myself. Honestly, I hate victim mentality. Fucking makes, grinds my gears but I am being a little bitch and I feel bad for myself. I do, I really fucking too, because it feels like a huge setback but I'm gonna put a smile on my fucking face and keep showing up. I'm still believing that I'm gonna get it back okay? Manifesting, affirming, believing, and fucking receiving. So I'm going on about my merry ways. I started over. I made one. If you are looking for me, it's at the horny housewife underscore backup, okay? So I'm still believing that's going to be a backup account. I don't want to say it's the new one. So go there. That's where we're talking to each other. That's where I'm engaging with the listeners, getting inspiration, taking polls, and saying funny shit. Also, if you want to anonymously submit anything in, I'm going to put all these links in the uh, description for the episode. You can go to my website, thehornyhousewifepodcast.com and submit truly anonymously a question, confession, what the fuck ever. And before I start answering some listener questions, because they're good, they're juicy, we've got a bunch of people hung up on some shit. I'm going to say it all real talk, okay? Okay. Not only did I get the little Instagram finger, I know she's still bitching, isn't she? I went live on TikTok. It was my third live I've ever done ever. A couple hundred people started getting on. Like it was like nine people, 12 people, you know, that's, I haven't ever had a really big live. And then I started talking about the male G spot and that bad boy started blowing up. Okay. And then mid sentence when I'm saying how far to stick your finger up his butthole, boom boom, the live is taken down. I also did hit my little weed pin. No, I didn't. I said it was CBD and that's what I'm going to say forever. And a little pop-up comes up. It's like the host consuming this could be harmful to your health. Like something, I'm like, who's watching these? Is there someone watching these that like moderates them and how do I get that job and actually that sounds like a miserable job and is this a job because I'm confused so it's is it people that fucking hate you and are losers that troll on you and report you or is it robots like I need to know so if somebody can tell me why these bad things keep happening man sex is so censored And I'm so grateful for the podcast because this is where I get to talk however however I want and say whatever the fuck I want. And I am learning that I can't do that really anywhere else on any other platform. And when I do, I get in trouble and it's a setback. So trying to figure out how to best go about this. But basically, I'm just going to have to direct everyone to here because this is where I can just... Use my foul mouth. It's all for good. My intentions are pure. So long story short, or short story ending, I'm banned from doing a live until March first. Yes, I tried to appeal, and I'm like, they—they'll see that that was educational. About an hour later, I received uh, the response from the appeal, and they were like, "No, bitch." They didn't say "no, bitch," but it was like a "no, bitch." You—you you broke a rule. Okay, so. That one I can take. I'll, t- I'll take the L because I did violate a community guideline. You're not really supposed to be that graphic when describing sexual acts, but it was educational, FYI. But I'm hoping that the IG can have some, some mercy on me. If everyone wants to tag Instagram and say, bring that bitch back, I would really appreciate it as well as tag Barstool Sports and say, sign this bitch. Okay. Let's dive into our first listener question. Hey, Jordan, I love the podcast. Thanks. I've learned so much by listening and trying to catch up on all of them. Please let me know if this question has already been answered in a prior episode. When having sex, I almost always hit the cervix of my partner. We have tried multiple positions, but none seem to allow full penetration. Do you have any recommendations on positions where we can both experience everything we need to get off? Me with full penetration and her with penetration to get her to orgasm. Well, first things first, thanks for listening to the podcast. Totally 1000. Please leave a review in five stars. Yes, I just asked you for a favor. Also, no, I haven't really talked about this at all. I know I did an episode about, you know, all the penises of the rainbow where we talked about size and basically that there is such thing as too big and too small, but you know, most in between. It really doesn't matter. It's how you work it. Now, I will say that I guess reading your question, I could assume like, okay, he has a really big dick and it's uncomfortable and painful for her. And they are having trouble figuring out which positions work for them and how she can climax and how he can enjoy it. Or I will say that maybe possibly She has an underlying issue or an issue, which I'm going to go more in depth with, and sex is painful for her, uh, and it isn't just strictly based on the size of your dick. So, A, first establish, is this a normal occurrence for her? Has she always struggled with symptoms of painful sex? So what painful sex is called, like medical terms, I'm going to butcher the fucking name, I'm sure, dyspareunia? dyspareunia. I'm probably saying it all wrong, but she could talk to her gynecologist. And the reason I'm going straight to like talking to a doctor is because her body is unique to her and it's her cervix and her pelvic floor. So you've mentioned that you've tried multiple positions. And I think that with that if a guy is a really big dick, that positions are going to be what allows you to have the most Comfortable, enjoyable sex on both ends. So, a guy with a really big dick standing or spooning or side sex missionary, but not with her legs up, is the best because it's not going to be like super deep penetration that like legs up or doggy style would give you. If you're looking for like deep penetration, which you're not looking for, she's not looking for that because she's already experiencing pain. So, When you mention full penetration, I don't know the position you get in ones that limit penetration or limit how the depth of it is what you're going to want. So you, you're going back and forth, you're penetrating, but the position you're in is not allowing you to hurt her basically. They actually make these things called O Nut Depth Limiter. No, this is not like a sponsored ad. I wish it was, but they have something that you put on your dick. It like almost looks like a silicone, like a cock ring, but it's like way uh, wider. So it would, you put it on your dick and then you could like be slamming in, but it's going to stop you from going in all the way there. I have no idea how that feels for the guy or if that's completely miserable, but if it helps you have better sex and no one's hurting and hating their life, then so be it. But back to this specific question she, I, the reason why I'm saying go to the doctor is because she could have a pelvic floor injury. She could be suffering from vaginismus. I'm saying that wrong too, but it's basically spasms that the muscles inside of your pussy are having around the opening, like of when you're going in, making it very uncomfortable, painful, not enjoyable. She could have an infection. She could have a UTI. She could have an STI. She could have fibroids. She could have ovarian cyst. These are all things that the symptoms are painful sex and she's thinking it's because you're going too deep in her. So I think why not go get that ruled out and see what it could be, especially if you've already been trying things. So I would assume if you've tried other positions, that you would also be focusing on making sure she's well lubricated and that you're taking your sweet, sweet time in foreplay and arousal because the more aroused, relaxed, meaning like mentally in the atmosphere, relaxed and aroused and wet, the more comfortable and better it's going to be. And just from the way you worded it, it sounds like you're not a fucking idiot. And I think she needs to go see the gynecologist and get some more answers, more answers than I can give you.
1: I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over a hundred social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the US, excluding Washington and Michigan, no purchase necessary. VGW Group, were prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two.
0: Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah. Uh.
2: Okay, moving on to the second question. Speaking of my TikTok live, a user, I'm not going to say his username, but from my TikTok live wants to know how to convince a new girlfriend to try anal play. So I'm assuming, and I hate that I'm assuming this, but I am that you're talking about on her. I talk plenty about how the girl can touch a man's G-spot. Check out all the other episodes, but let's just answer this question specifically because we've got lots of things to talk about today. I'll just say, first off, don't be a hypocrite because I hate, there are lots of men who will be like, they want to do that to their girl, like put a finger in it, touch it, do whatever. And you wouldn't let her near yours. So just like, don't be like that. And maybe she doesn't want anything to do with yours. And then you didn't want it. She didn't want it. We can all live happily ever after, but if she's interested and you're interested in one another's, you need to be on the same page and no one needs to have a double standard. Exploring is exploring and consent is consent and being open-minded is being open-minded. Did that make sense or did I sound psychotic? I feel like I need to attach a name to this question because I just want to talk to you. I'm going to call you Brian. Okay, Brian. From my TikTok live. That's not his name at all. It was like actually a weird username. But Ryan, I think that you need to go ahead and talk about it with her. See how she responds to it in the bedroom. When your hands are on her body, when she's riding you on top. When you put your fingers and graze over her asshole. Is she like scooting the fuck away or saying what the fuck are you doing? Or is she like pushing back up on it? Is she like, yes, sir. So see how her body responds and ask her, do you like this? Like, do you like it? Does that feel good? And I think that's how you'll know if she lets you around there. You're not going in, like going, attacking it with your dick when she doesn't know and doggy and she's going to scream and fall over crying and slap you. You know what I mean? It's start with the finger grazing. And if she's liking it, because it feels good, it feels good. Ladies listening, if you've never tried this, A, I feel a little bad for you, but B, just like you want your pussy clean and smelling nice and fresh when you're going to fuck, you know, I'm hoping that you keep all of the regions clean and hygienic, so just feel good about yourself back there and let him do his thing. I know you in your head might be like, ew, it's my butt, but like he obviously doesn't feel that way about it or he wouldn't be trying to go get it. Also, I was talking to my husband about this. Guys know what they're signing up for. Like if he knows he's going to go in there, then let's hope he has the maturity, which I know some guys don't and it's such a shame, but the maturity to know that like what comes out of there on on a regular basis, like what it's made for. I know that's so gross and I'm just killing the, any sort of eroticness of this question. But that's not what I'm here for. I'm here for the real fucking answer. And that guys know what your asshole's made for. I don't think they're going to divorce you. Maybe he can't look at you in the eyes for a couple of days if something weird happened. But he'll be just fine. He'll be just fine. Also, I will say, if you have to go to the bathroom, if you if you are feeling someone needs to say it, okay, Jesus Christ, someone's gotta talk about it. If you are feeling like maybe this isn't the best time for him to be back there, but you don't want to scare him like he's never allowed around there, like my husband has an understanding and knowing that if I say no, it's not because he's not allowed around there, it's because it's not a good time. So just kind of explain that to him. If he's like, why did you push me away or like reject me about that? Be like, it's not about you, it's about me. And when I am re- want to do that, I'll let you know, like you'll get the green light. But back to your question, because I kind of went on a anal rant, ha 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 ha, I can never say that on the internet, but I can here, is that see how she responds. If she doesn't respond well, then maybe you could talk to her about it because you're like, okay, well, I don't want to try that again. Say, Hey, was that not comfortable to you? Do you not like that? Are you not into that at all? Have you ever tried it? Are you I, I, I'm not rushing to shove my dick in there. Don't you dare. I'm telling you not to Brian, even though I know you want to, but you're going to have to slow your roll and get her warmed up to it. Try to put yourself in her shoes. Do you want your butthole just completely invaded or would you like your butthole to be able to be warmed up? Okay. Communication is so necessary in finding out what your partner likes, doesn't like, would do, wouldn't do, fantasy talk, what stays in fantasy world, what fantasies can you bring to life, all the things. You got to talk about it at some point. And in the bedroom is a great way to initiate just seeing a reaction not and not just with anal play and all things obviously you do run the risk of pissing them off but that is why delivery is crucial we should have a whole fucking episode just about like how to bring up things to your partner in a sexy way and not in a way that's going to get you in the doghouse and i know brian that you said new girlfriend so I will give you credit that it's a new relationship and it's not been a long time. So you're just going to have to try some things in the bedroom and feel it out as you go. Wish you the best of luck. Okay. Our third and final listener question for the episode. Hi, Jordan. I have listened to all of your podcasts that are on Spotify. Love it. Keep up the great work. Thank you. I feel like I know you. So I'm reaching out for help with my problem. I'm a 50 year old male that is getting out into the dating world. Now that I'm divorced after being with my ex-wife for 24 years during the pandemic, I worked on myself with therapy. Good job. I want to be totally honest going into my next long-term relationship. My problem is that when I was a young man, I was an actor in the adult film industry. I never told my ex until the end of my marriage. I think this hurt our communication. My question is, when should I tell the new woman I'm dating of my past? Ooh, should I hide it like I did with my ex-wife? When is a good time to let them know? I live in a small town and I don't want everyone to know. Would this be a deal breaker for you if a man you were dating told you they were once in adult movies with both female and male partners? Wowzer. Freaky fam. Okay. This is a loaded question and I have so many thoughts. I will tell you what I feel like my personal opinion is and like what I would do and how I would react. And then what I would do if I was in your shoes, because that's really all I can do because my truth is my truth. Your truth is your truth. And everyone has their own perspective. So no matter what, someone out there is going to think you're doing it the wrong way or that it's not kosher or unacceptable. You know what I mean? Someone out there is going to go, "Oh well, I would have handled that differently. So keep that in mind can't make everyone happy. I don't think there is a right or wrong answer, but I will say, hate to get a little emo on you, is that you said I'm reaching out with my problem and that your problem is that you did this. So I'm assuming you look at that time in your life when you were in the adult industry and I don't know why you did it. Maybe you money, maybe you dealt with addiction, maybe both, maybe... There's some sex addiction there. Uh, You know, I don't know, because I don't know your whole story. I'm just kind of going off based on assumptions of documentaries I've watched of the porn industry, the adult film industry, from both perspectives of like the actors and the people who are condemning it. So both sides. I also have so many questions like, what made you tell her? And did she feel betrayed? Like she knew you and then she didn't know you. Because you know, it could make you be like, oh my God, who is this person? Like, or I didn't even know my husband. And there's the follow-up questions of like, how has that affected your sex life throughout your life? What kind of marriage did you have? Were you all monogamous? Did you have an open marriage? Are you bisexual or was it strictly for money? So, so many questions, please go back to the anonymous forum and answer them because I'm dying to know. No, but in regards to the question about dating, would I tell them, I think that if I had forgiven myself, if it was something, how you identified it, which it sounds like you have a little shame surrounding it, I would forgive myself for it. I see that mean 24 years ago or however fucking many years ago it was. I would forgive myself for that time in my life. Let it go. It doesn't serve you to hold on to it. And it's not who you are today. And it only has as much power in your life now as you give it. So I think it's totally your call. I probably would kill that chapter of my life and it'd be dead to me. So I don't know what purpose it serves in telling another person truly, unless you still deal with like sexual side effects of that time, if that makes sense. Like if it has any sort of impact and how you live life today, sexually, emotionally, physically, whatever, then it's not a dead part of your life or the past. That means it's, there's after effects or there's trauma or there's places that need healing. And like, wow, why did this comedy relationship podcast get real emo? But I have to answer like this. So trying to sum it up so we can move on and everyone's not like fucked up in their head is that I would go to therapy and I would talk to a therapist about this. I really would. That's my advice. And I think that I... Don't see why in the world you would go into a new relationship sharing something like that you are not proud of. That's a shameful part of your past. And I'm sure there are people that totally disagree with me, but just my opinion. I think when you meet a person who you trust, who becomes your best friend that you're attracted to, and there's that love there that you would know that you had a safe spot with them. And the person that's going to be your person is not going to... Find that a deal breaker. They're not. You just have to be honest with yourself and know who you are. So, who are you? And if a person asks you, watch your story, and you have forgiven yourself of that chapter and you don't live that life anymore, then maybe you tell your story and go, I did this. And that was a part of dark part of my life that took me a lot to work through. And I think the person hearing your story on the other side will either admire you for your braveness of sharing your story or will judge you and condemn you. And then you dodged a bullet. So that's, that's my answer to your question. Okay, ladies and gentle folks. we are taking a sharp right turn into our dead bedroom segment. I don't know why I said it like that. I wish I had like taps playing in the background. I don't know if I'll get like a copyright strike or something if I do that. But I need some like funeral transition music for every time we do this segment. Dead bedrooms. So what I do is I basically read some dead bedroom scenarios that are posted on the lovely dead bedrooms subreddit. They are depressing as fuck. It is a train wreck. I can't stop reading. I want to turn away. I want to cry, but I'm locked in just mouth open, disgusted. I feel so sorry. And usually, you know, usually you see men complaining about their wives who have like let themselves go, or once they had children, it was all about the kids and never them again, or their wife stopped taking care of themselves completely. Just like it's usually men complaining about women. Okay. But now I have noticed over the last few months, actually, that it is the opposite. It is women. If they are getting younger and younger. And oh, I have so many thoughts in regards to like why Gen Z is having less sex than millennials. Truly, they are. They fucking are. Uh, But that's not what this episode is about. Maybe we should have an episode like that one day. But they are getting younger and younger bitching about how their men will not fuck them. It blows my fucking mind and disgusts me and just makes me sad all around sad. Like we all need to be having sex. We do. We really do. Can I get an amen? Amen. Okay. Let's get right into the first one. I can only do two of these because, you know, we want to get back to solution oriented. Okay. So here we go. Every time I get turned down, I feel a little uglier. Hi, all. This is my first post here, just to vent a little. I'm a 27 year old female, uh, together with a 33 male, for four and a half years. Uh, August 2020 is the last time we had sex. Sorry, I'm reacting as in real time. I feel like this is absolutely ridiculous. You bet it is bitch especially for people our age we both seem to have quite the libido wait what he masturbates and so do i but what but never together what whenever i tried i got turned down i put on strappy lingerie nothing oh girl i take hot pics and send them to him nothing oh. i walk up to him and kiss him as passionately as i can and he wants to finish his video game. Oh, bitch. I want to broke that PS5 over his fucking head. I know deep down I'm not ugly. I used to get attention quite regularly. Girl, my vagina and heart are breaking, but every time I get turned down, it makes me feel so hideous. Apparently, his right hand is more attractive than me. Oh, my God. At times, I get so incredibly horny, I feel like I could jump any man that would ring the doorbell, but that feeling seems to have gone for my partner. He just makes me feel sad now. I feel like I have given up, but why can't I just break up with him and find someone compatible? I guess there's a tiny bit of hope left still. Oh, oh, a moment of silence. A moment of silence. Okay. Okay. I want to hug you. I want to hug you. I want to cradle you. I want to wrap you up in a baby outfit and put a pacifier in your mouth and breastfeed you. Just kidding. I am, I want to, then then I'm going to stand you up, put your big girl clothes on and just slap you across the fucking face. What are you doing? Did your daddy not say I love you? That was mean if he didn't, I hope he did, but that is some daddy issue shit right there, if I've ever fucking seen it. And I get to say that because everybody has daddy issues, every fucking bitch, whether your daddy's in the picture or he's not, you've got him. Okay. And if you don't, then you've got probably some big mommy fucking issues. Okay. Um, I will tell you that the comments on this were like people that felt bad for her, but she didn't get a ton of comments. Honestly, it was more like people relating with her. And I just have to say, girlfriend, you need to get gone. Okay. You need to get fucking gone because he's either, I mean, what do you mean he masturbates up all the time? What kind of porn is he watching? Do you know what kind of porn he's watching? Is it by chance gay pornography? And I'm not like, I'm being fucking dead ass serious. Like it makes me think he might be a repressed gay man. Possibly. Maybe because you're, because a man is still a man at the end of the day. And if he's really, really not fucking you and he's straight, he's either cheating on you. You need to find out what the fuck is going on. So you need to have conversations with this man. Say, I feel rejected when I look like a hot bitch and throw my pussy at you, and you would rather have Pamela Henderson. Big, big, big red flag. This could mean that pornography has, he's addicted to porn and you just don't do it for him anymore because he has ruined and rewired, rewired his brain due to pornography. You can read all about that on the great website called Google. Porn addiction and the effects it has on your sex life, low testosterone. There could be so many factors, girl, but the bottom line is this. He's not doing anything about it. And if you've let him know that this is crushing you, which you have to do, he's not a mind reader, okay? He's not a mind reader, but he does sound like a dumb fuck. He does sound like a dumb fuck. The little hope you have left is the need to feel validated and like you were worthy and good enough that he could get his shit together. No, no, no. It's not about you. He doesn't even love himself enough to take care of this relationship to find out how he can have pleasure and connection with you, leave him, leave him. If you don't have kids with him, bitch, run. You dodged a bullet. Once you have kids with them, you're fucked, okay? So run, run, run as fast as you can. Can't catch you, you're the horny bitch, man, okay? I don't know what just came out of my mouth, but go. And as far as you thinking you're ugly, get that out of your head, look in the mirror, remind yourself who you are. And because you're staying in this relationship, you're letting it condition you. You're sitting in these limiting beliefs that are lies about yourself, and you're going to lose yourself in this relationship with that little sliver of hope is what you called it. So I would 86 him really quick. See what he says, like go be toxic and see what he says and ask him for an open relationship. See how he responds, see what he says. And if he says no, then that's like, something's wrong. Something's very, very wrong. And I know you might be like, wait, no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. If he says yes, then it's like, okay, he's cheating. He must be cheating or gay because now he's just saying that you can go do whatever you want. And he'll just like, you know what I mean? All of these are going to be telling and either way I would leave him, but I would do that just for like toxic information. Okay. We are moving on to dead bedroom numero Do, which we hear... Now, I hear stories like this one often, unfortunately, uh, but we haven't had one in a while, so let's let's do it. Okay, I'm with the love of my life, but our bedroom is dead, feeling lost. If you can hear the raindrops in the background, I am sorry. My girlfriend, low libido, and I, high libido, have been together for four years. We live together, have pets together, and share a life together. She is kind beyond words, beautiful beyond comparison, and understands me like no one else in the world does. Sounds like a great, beautiful mom. However, we haven't had sex for at least two years. That's why I said the mom comment. She tells me that she has always had a low libido, that she still finds me attractive and that she still loves me. However, the fact that we don't have sex is pretty hard on me. Uh, If we could do it once a week, I'd be on cloud nine, but that's too much for her. In the beginning, we would typically have sex three times a week, at least I feel, what the fuck? How long have you? Four years. I feel unwanted, unworthy, ugly, and desperate. Ugh. Each rejection, albeit gently and with tact, is another blow to my self esteem. She doesn't feel like touching me in a sexual manner at all, and I feel like I'm in a desert chasing mirages for a drink. I, red flags are popping up everywhere. I try to soothe my urges, but it's just not the same. I take care of all my responsibilities. I pay the bills and I always do the best I can to be an understanding partner. I just feel stupid for doing all of this without being valued sexually as a partner. Holy shit balls. I feel like I'm being taken for a ride and she doesn't love me anymore. I don't know what to do. God, when we talk about this, she swears up and down that she loves me, is attracted to me, sees a future with me, and is happy with our relationship. That's where you need to say, I don't see a future with you. I'm just waiting patiently to see if things change. Stop being patient. If she will get her libido back and we can share intimate time with one another. She's my best friend, the woman I want to wake up next to, and the only partner that truly made me feel loved. What can I do from here? Wowzer. Okay. And the comments, there's a lot of people being, you know, really negative and, uh, you know, it sounds terrible because I think Reddit can be the most toxic fucking place in the world. I'm glad I get to bring that to you here, but it's just me here. So, (laughs) but I will say that just going off of like being realistic, just coming from a neutral standpoint, the longer you're together... Sometimes, especially if you have fucking children, if you have children with this person, there's going to be something else to pour energy into. And it's only going to create like reasons to have more conflict and overcome more things. And so when you add in more obstacles to overcome together, which it sounds like you're with your best fucking friend, someone you love, admire, cherish, treasure all the things like you sound like such an amazing person. If how you described yourself is the truth and it sounds like you really love her, but I hate to break it to you. Like at some point you're going to start resenting her for this, if not stepping out on her. And if she has lost all respect for you and is not giving a fuck to meet your needs, like your basic needs, like imagine if you stopped meeting one of her top three, you know? And I think that as a couple, it should be in your top five for sure. Like there needs to be compromise. It can't just be her way or the highway when it comes to physical affection, intimacy, and sex. And this is something like, this is why you talk about these things before you get married, before you have a family. And it sounds like Maybe it would be worth even since it's your girlfriend pumping the brakes on this and go with the whole, you know, quote of if you love them, let them go. And if they come back to you, they were yours. That I paraphrased that, but maybe go see what else is out there. Maybe tell her if I were you. I would sit down and tell her exactly what you just told Reddit. And I would say, hey, you know, I'm afraid at some point this, I'm going to have a wandering eye. And I, that's not what I have or want. And I'm not blaming you, but I fucking am blaming you and saying like, hey, I need this from you. And you're kind of just giving me the short stick over and over and over. So make that sound better, what I just said. And how can you, when she's reassuring you saying she wants a future with you forever, you need to be like, well, I I don't see a future forever with someone who this is how I feel like when I'm dating them. Like, no dude, there's so, it may not feel like there's so many women because you found this one woman you're really into, but trust me when I say that there is. And you may go on a lot of fucking bad dates that make you miss this woman so, so, so much. But when you find the right person who you are sexually compatible with, especially like I know you said, she's always had a low libido, but if you were doing that much in the beginning, is there nothing you can do? Like if you're dating and this is how it's going in the sex department, beware, beware. Okay. Taking a left turn. We are done with that. Bedroom segment. I can't do them every time because they just make me depressed as shit. Because, first of all, I have to go scout them. Okay, I have to go find two or however many that I want to talk about on here. So I'm sifting through a whole lot of misery. And it was so many women complaining this time. Like, I'm just sitting on the couch, laying in my lingerie, waiting and hoping I'll come over and fuck me. And he's too into his video game. Any men listening, if your wife is trying, if you can see that she is trying to be sexy for you, you got to at least motherfucking acknowledge it. Go even if you know you're like dead tired or like it's the last thing you want to do. Can you fucking fake it for a second? Because we've faked it plenty of times for your ego. I... Promise. So do us a solid. Do us, and it'll work out for it's a win win. It's a win win if you fake it till you make it in those scenarios. And sometimes there have been times when I haven't been particularly horny, and my husband has come on to me, and I'm just go with the flow, and I end up having really amazing sex. So sometimes. You get rewarded for, you know, watering your partner. And I'm not saying like have non-consensual sex, okay? Because God, I feel like in this day and age, someone could take that like that. That was not what I was fucking saying, but my people will know. I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, all I can do is be me and my people will stay and the community will be here. And if you hate, you hate. And then my advice to you is just go away unfollow. Don't listen. Listen to a different podcast. Don't try to make other people miserable or write something shitty, hurt their business, report their account. Don't be a hater, okay? Because all you're going to get back is hate and misery because karma is a bitch. Wow, I had a lot of like resentment and anger in that delivery. If you know, you know. Okay, follow me at my backup account right now on Instagram at thehornyhousewife underscore backup or on TikTok at thehornyhousewife. And if you really want to do me a solid, if you really want to support me and you're like, you know what, bitch, I kind of feel bad for you too. I kind of feel bad that you got your little Instagrammy taken away and you were teaching people how to give a man a G-spot orgasm and the haters are going to hate go leave me a review, five stars. You can leave me five stars on Spotify, or if you listen on iTunes, you can leave stars, four or five, any less than four, just go the fuck away, okay? And a review, something sweet, something nice. It's New Year's, be a nice person this year, and I will see you next fucking week. I love you.